Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, very pleasant good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone. And as the saying goes, better late than never. Um, what are we going to do? It's a, it's a Monday morning. It'll be the 6th of February. And uh, we just had a little turning computers off and on, rebooting, trying to get this whole thing to work without them out in Montecito. I'm sure it's a California thing, and we'll just blame it on the far-left um, agenda. In Cal- we'll just blame it on them. The transhuman, woke, uh, Green New Deal agenda out in California. We'll just blame it on them, and uh, we'll move on. Um, Tomorrow we're going to talk with Dr. Thomas Levy. He's a cardiologist, and I thought it'd be fun to get his take on what these forgiven people are doing to the heart and why all these myocardial infarctions. Um, and then also tomorrow, a, a friend of Sean um, Stewart's, um, you know, Sean's in some pretty wild things, we're going to talk to Robert Ritzman. He's been involved with um, 30 years or so, interacting with federal, state, banks, retail, eight years research in admiralty law, maritime law, common law, hmm, international law, flag etiquette, uh, color code, <laughs> courtroom stuff, freedom stuff, and how to protect your stuff. Should be pretty wild. And uh, we're going to talk to him tomorrow. And then um, Fred Dashevsky, The Real World of Money. Normally the first Monday, or the first Wednesday, but we had an ice storm. And uh, we were off the air last week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, because it looked like um, paradise here with ice, global warming, you know. So it's been quite a, you know, our power was off for a while. It was crazy. But speaking of power being off, that happens a lot in California. Adam Bergstrom. <laughs> Good morning, sir, Adam. Is your, is your power on? Power is on. It wasn't Wednesday. They turned it off again to install new poles or something of that nature. Hmm. Yeah, we had uh, an ice storm. I have some pictures. I'll see if <laughs> I can put them up. It was pretty amazing. It was like just white outside, you know, and our power was was off for about 12 hours or so. Wow. And, and it was 30 degrees, so we just sat on the couch uh, bundled up with blankets, and it was okay, you know. <laughs> global warming. <laughs> global, global warming. <laughs> yep. Climate change. It's the climate apocalypse. Global well, warming. Did you see? You saw, probably saw Al Gore, right? <laughs> no. It's well, the power of atomic, tw- 25 atomic bombs. No, maybe it was 100 atomic oh, bombs. Yeah. All the weather, the, the uh, rain bombs are coming. <laughs> oh, that thing, uh, that, that little yeah. clip they had from the World Economic Forum guy, yeah. The World Economic Forum. It was all ridiculous. Uh, you know, and, and they were blessed by aliens, according to oh, Lurch. Oh, good. Well, that's John Kerry. What, who, what? Aliens? Who, who's got aliens? Aliens, yeah. He said, we're here. It's like we were blessed by aliens to be here to save the world, oh, according to I John didn't, Kerry. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. 
for saving the world. <laughs> if you would like to talk to Adam Bergstrom, I'm sure our phones are working. Well, I'm not sure. I, <laughs> I mean, let me try right now while we're talking. And if you'd like to try, you can do it. 888-663-6386. Email patrick1radionetwork.com. Adam Bergstrom, you can see his website here. Let me do that. It is SunSync Nutrition, right? SunSyncNutrition.com. Oh, see, it changes it again. I do it every month, and it changes <laughs> it back to SunSync Nutrition. I, I don't understand it. <laughs> How is it even possible? How is that even possible? I changed it last month. Okay. 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 Whoops. Hold on. Just testing the 800 line of works, as you can hear. I don't know why it does that, Adam. Every week. Okay. SolarTiming.com. And that's where they find all your books, right? SolarTiming.com. Yeah. SolarTiming.com. That's mm-hmm. where the books are. I, I now have woke words for a uh, wacky world. <laughs> oh, you, you, you're. Oh, I'll send you a copy of that. Yeah, uh, woke we words. We were talking about that before. It's out. Yeah. Uh, and uh, woke words for a, a a whack world. So we have a bunch a of new just word order. We just have a bunch of new words because of the woke. Bunch of new words. Yeah, you know, just definitions for things and and terms for people like dementia Joe and China Joe and <laughs> different names like that. <laughs> Rutabaga is my favorite. That's what. what uh, what is his name? Larry Swidehart calls him Rutabaga. 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 Yeah. We got some fun and things that, we're going to get into. Sleep, um, um, butter, and almonds, and some things on my list that I want to kind of vamp around with Adam Bergstrom. But before we do this, what what do you think this whole Chinese balloon thing? I mean, wasn't isn't that an interesting story? That whole Chinese spy balloon thing. Uh, some people think it was a United States balloon, and it's all a all a hoax. Who knows? Oh, I see. Well, that would make sense, right? Just but put did you see Generalissimo uh, uh, Biden saying, "I ordered it shot down." Is that what he said? He's a great war hero. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting down a, it's supposedly, according to the Chinese, as the story goes, it's just a weather balloon that went off course. Uh, with all the weather going on now, very likely. Who knows? But some think it was a. Uh, it's the Chinese with EMP where they're going right. to mess up our internet and they're going to do this and who knows. Yeah, as you know, I'm a, I'm a, a non-spherical, heliocentric model dude. You know, I don't think that's worth spinning. So I don't think the, in my opinion, I can't prove it, but I don't think these satellites as we're being sold are satellites and most of them, I believe, are helium balloons. They put them up, you know, in the lower Earth orbit. And that's why Elon Musk, I went on the interweb, and you know it's true, that he has plans to put 40,000 for this Earthlink. 40,000 satellites. Now, I mean, just logically, if these things are really spinning around this alleged Earth, right, covering the whole Earth, why would you need 40,000? He's taking up about 20, uh, 20 at a time. We get uh, the sonic boom here when they go off. Uh, 
our window is shaking. Yeah, I mean, this whole We're Earthlink, right you know, the Earthlink satellite thing, I followed it for two years because I wanted to get it at him. And, and they went up section by section. In other words, he was up in uh, the Northwest, and they put up these balloons, and they said, okay, now you guys, they don't say they're balloons. Say those satellites. Okay, now we'll do you. And then they just move. Because these balloons, in my understanding, I could be wrong because, you know, a lot of weird things out there. But they don't move around a lot. They just go up, right? They just go up to lower Earth orbit and they just hang out there. I don't know why. I guess they claim there's no wind in space, right? So, <laughs> so they would just hang out there. And then the people that I've talked to, they say that these, um, these balloons, and you can see a picture on Facebook, they have this satellite panels thing hanging from the bottom of the balloon. So you have the balloon, then you have a big little, and then there's hanging there, right? And then the way it works, what I've been told, then this satellite thing goes to the different cell phone towers, and that's how people get the internet through Starlink, right? But it's not directly from a satellite to your rooftop thing. It's all through cell phone towers in the 5G. Does that make sense? So th- this thing was all kind of planned out the way they're doing it. All kind of planned out the way they're doing it. Yep, intermediate points. Intermediate of course, that's points. that's where the problems, right. the problems are. They yeah. can take those out and we're out of business. That's one of the things that we're concerned with atomic warfare or nuclear warfare and with uh, putting out the internet. Imagine what a country would do if you suddenly didn't have the internet. Now it, people are depending on it. You know, they shop on it. They buy books, everything. they buy food, they buy everything on it. And they put the mom and pop people out of business because they want them all in these uh, low income housing, what's called mixed housing. Rosa Corey has it actually has the Rosetta Stone of how that works, because since I read her book, really read it closely, I read the newspapers and I see all the time they're definitely hurting us. Now, Ellen, she can stay in her $70 million house away from town, but they want us within walking distance of our coffee, walking distance of our work, walking distance of everything, or bicycle at the most. Right. These, uh, Adam, they're called these 15-minute cities. And they already have them in some places in the UK. And you actually need a passport to go from one part. to, And you can't go across town, right? You have to stay within your 15-minute city. And no meat. One of the cities already in uh, I put that on Faceplant this morning. Yeah. No, there's a big chain, super big chain, in the UK, Adam, I think it's in the UK. Let me go on Faceplant and I'll find it here. Um, yeah, it is L-I-D-I. They're uh, going to reduce the amount of meat products sold in their stores in favor of alternative protein sources to promote the global green agenda. Liddy, purchasing director for the German market. Oh, it's in Germany. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. They're doing it everywhere. You know, <laughs> this is the key, if you're familiar with this book, Behind the Green Mask, UN Agenda 21. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. 
But anyway, uh, I call this the uh, Rosa Cori Stone because when you read this and then you read the local papers, you see it's all around. They're already here. They, they, every town now has UN working in it. Like I read in the paper uh, hmm. now, they say our our town of Carpinteria, the little town of Carpinteria, was so poorly planned. Do you realize they say that? You had to actually live across the freeway and you had to drive over the freeway to the other side of the freeway to get coffee? This is unacceptable. Unacceptable. You cannot have to drive someplace to get your coffee in the morning. (laughs) They don't mention that you get your coffee because you drive to work, but they don't want you to do that either. They want us herded in one little place. It's called low-income housing. It's called mixed-use housing. It's called uh, workforce housing. They want us as slaves in these little places in town, and they want what they call a road diet. You don't drive. A road, a road diet. oh, a road. Take a diet from being on the road. A road diet. I That's like that. right. They don't want us. Uh, they don't want us zero emissions. They want zero extinctions because now they have the thirty thirty plan. The thirty by thirty plan. They want thirty percent of the earth and thirty percent of the ocean to be totally wild. They don't want any human beings involved. They want the national parks now to be off limits unless you have a specific. Uh, license to swim each time you get a new one every time you want to do it if you walk off the trail you need a license to do that Australia is way ahead in that but we're coming there too all national parks only there with permit and by tour wow that's what they want (laughs) yeah we we've done a few shows over the years Adam on agenda 21 and it's real. What's the name of that book? If people want to get that again, show that one. It's called Behind the Green Mask. And it's by Rosa Corey. And it, it, by the way, it's uh, it's free on the Internet. You uh-huh. can get it. We just got the book because we're a big fan. My my friend, Christina Ponce, was a friend of Rosa, by the way. She had a house down in Yalapa, Mexico, and Christina knew her well. Is Rosa still with us? No, she went on cosmic vacation ah. of cancer, uh, died in San Francisco I about so, yeah. uh, two years ago, I believe it is now. Yeah. Yes, yeah, summer of uh, 2021, I think. But she dug into this Agenda 21, and uh, uh, she really Amazing. she really gets into it, uh, the behind the green mask. Her videos are all over Bitchu, too. She just an amazing, was an amazing person. Yeah, I remember. And she really understood... Her how it worked. She didn't care who did it. She was saying, we have to fight it because it's right in your community. She said, they have already taken over. They've been doing this for 30 years or so, since 1992. Actually, 1990 is when it was written, and it was uh, in Rio de Janeiro is when it was mostly released, and we signed on to it. We signed away our rights at that point, so there is not a United States for the United States Constitution. Now we're we're under the aegis of the United Nations yep. and the World Economic Forum and all the other international bodies. And we're going to talk to a fellow who understands this whole structure tomorrow, and try to understand what they've done and how they did it. You know, with the bankruptcy and the corporation, it's crazy. It's 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 Looney Tunes. You know, it's not. Anywhere near what humans 
in the United States think it is, right? It, it just Not isn't. Not at all. It just isn't. It's crazy. And we were designed all this time to think the New World Order was well, forming outside of the United States. But they're right but it's here. it's in just about every community in the U.S. As soon as you see mixed-use housing uh, and read in the paper, uh, every paper has multiple uh, articles about it. And the uh, parks that you used to go to relax in, now they're being converted into these off-limit areas. They're taking out like the uh, uh, the swings or whatever else they have there. And they're putting in transgender bathrooms, of course, <laughs> and all of these things to keep us off balance. <laughs> yeah, I hear the I hear the news in Austin on KLBJ where I used to work when I drive around and I hear this stuff and in these cities, most of them in Austin, well Austin isn't really Texas, right? Austin is Austin and so the city council are controlled by Agenda 21, right? Agenda 21 gives the city council money in return to do what they want. And they do these smart cities and these, you know, Green New Deals and mixed-use housing and transgender and woke stuff. And... Uh, All over Texas. Look at the uh, agenda. How about Tyler 21? You familiar with Tyler, Texas? Tyler, Texas? Tyler 21. So, they're, so they get into all the cities, not just... All the cities. They're already there. They're not getting there. No, no. They've been they're there in there for yeah. years and decades. Yeah. And we've known that they've been in the school boards too, right? Because they've been giving the school boards money um, to to do their bidding, you know, mask up the kids and the whole thing. <clears throat> exactly. Wow. I would rather have them, you know, Michael Milken is making a ton of money on kids being on the internet, but if there is going to be school, that's the place to be. Ideally, we want our people educated like I was educated as a library-educated dissident. That's what you want, because the library gives you the freedom, unless they're banning the books, to study what you wish. They give you a history that they want us to believe instead of the history that is. You know, so many things were taught wrong, like the fall of the Berlin Wall. It never happened. It was all a fake. Uh, Nixon, Watergate, all a fake to get Nixon out of office. All of these things were taught and people believe it and they just go on believing it and don't realize that there is a deep state and there are conspiracies. Otherwise, why do they have laws against conspiracies? Or you remember the Chicago 8 and all of that kind of thing? The, with the communist conspiracy? Of course there's conspiracy, and they want us to think we're conspiracy uh, theorists instead of conspiracy realists. <laughs> yeah, I, I've read a little bit about the Nixon thing, and boy, I'd love to really hear the whole story, but the word I've got, I don't know if this is true, that they wanted him out because he knew that the whole JFK thing was was a, a deep state uh, thing. Is that that's your understanding? He yeah, he knew. That's my understanding too. And he was yep. going to spring it, and that's <clears throat> that's what the whole Watergate files were about. Something about that. Yep. Same with Kennedy. Reagan. They they told him to shut up about the uh, the whole Berlin Wall was fake. Putin is not a Christian. <laughs> No way. Hmm. What is he? Uh, what do you mean he's not a Christian? 
he he wants the control of the world just like we do. Well, we have elder. three gangs that want control of the world. Like the whole thing is, oh, I don't want. Uh, I just want this uh, to be left alone and have the Ukraine because this is our territory and NATO is bad. That's a bunch of baloney too. Just like China, they all we have three gangs want control of the world, and we're the worst at this point. We want to get rid of Russia first and then take on China. But China's plan is let us both take each other out, and then they don't even need nuclear war because we'll all be uh, taken out already, and all they have to do is take it over. So what do you At think the point, three forces are? Would be China, Russia, and the, and the World Economic Forum? Are those three? Uh, those three, yes. And the United States, or Harvard, is behind globalism. That's our form right. of it. Then you have the communists in uh, Russia, and you have the communists in China. They used to share secrets between each other, but then uh, Russia realized by giving its technology to China, they were going to take them out too, <laughs> because they are rivals as well. And meanwhile, the globalists encouraged the communists uh, like Alger Hiss and all that back in the that Nixon exposed back in the day, because they want the communists to take each other out so that they can be the globalists. So this is all clever uh, gang-related. Uh, it's like cartels. There's three major cartels in the world. India is also coming online now. They may be a cartel, but they've got another ten years to go. We'll see what happens by then. So there's not one. Um one boogeyman. There would be a not one boogeyman at this point, and there won't be nuclear war probably till twenty twenty seven because right now Russia has many more nukes than we do. But what good would it do to uh, to bomb us uh, simply because they don't have the troops to come over and occupy our land? Yeah. So we'll just rebuild and why get would them you, back. Why would you bomb a land that you want to take over? I mean, that wouldn't make sense, right? Well, they can still do it because the the, uh, the radiation is as a fake. There will be no nuclear winter and everything gets wiped out. You can use all of those missiles and there'll still be a world. It won't be like we know it today, but it's not as bad. Did you have you seen the videos of that guy who goes who said when he was doing the nuclear waste, he could hold plutonium in both of his hands. He went swimming in the nuclear pools at these uh, at these radiation places. So the whole idea that radiation is that serious is really fake. So you think that all the all this stuff about radiation that we've heard over the years is made up. How do you know that? Uh, because, look at Fukushima. Their food's still fine there. Everybody's fine. And even when uh, Hiroshima, Hiroshima was bombed, no. yeah. those people are doing fine. A lot of those people lived. All you'll get is a sunburn off it. And, of course, if you eat acidically and you uh, know how to eat enough protein and butter and things like that, you'll be okay. Yeah, there, there are people that, that claim that, well, i actually seen some pictures of Hiroshima or either Nagasaki uh, a week after the this thing, and there was all kinds of places standing up. There was all kinds of stuff that. What's happening at Chernobyl? They thought everything would mutate, different animals and stuff, like in all those sci-fi movies. Life is going on fine there. It's, it's basically one of those uh, thirty thirty zones now, where we it's left alone by people. People aren't there. The animals are fine. 
So that was all nonsense. Now you get vaporized. Where the bomb hits well, yeah. within a three or four mile radius, you're gone. Sure. But then the people otherwise get a sunburn and they they do have accelerated risks of getting cancer, but no more than you do when you do go to the dentist or you have one of those uh, fire uh, smoke detectors in your house and things of that nature. We're exposed to radiation all the time, and uh, it's it, the risk is overrated, but it can kill you. Definitely, it can kill you. Uh, or the Wachowski brothers when we need them. I think. <laughs> I think We're we need. In the to, Matrix. I think we need to redo the Matrix. You know, because there's a lot of stuff in there that they they weren't aware of. You know, as good as the as good as the movie is. Adam Bergstrom is with us. Uh, sorry for our late start, but, you know, it was one of those Mercury and retrograde mornings. <laughs> this is is one, it Mercury retrograde? I don't know. I just made that up. I have no idea. Could be. This is OneRadioNetwork.com. Adam, stay right there. And uh, thanks for uh, being here this morning, all of you. And uh, we've been doing this, this, this program since March, actually, Adam was our first guest in March of 2008. I remember it. You can still listen to that first show. It's on our audio. Uh, March 6th or 6th or 8th, 2008. He was our first guest. And oh, the way we support ourselves is that we promote various products um, that we really like a lot. And uh, and if you go on and are, and are kind enough and... Um, interested enough to buy some of these things, then we get um, we get a commission. That's how we do it. We don't charge for any of our um, uh, ads. We just we just promote products and uh, um, that's how we do it. So if you'd like to if you have uh, something that you need, you want, uh, we have a really nice collection of things. Uh, we have Shen Blossom. It's a great company. I am uh, using their bamboo product in my hydrogen water because we are turning our hair more to a normal, my normal color. That's a little project we're working on. And bamboo is a good thing for that. You can get bamboo and um, ginseng, um, hoshu wu, really, really great great products on Shen Blossom. I think we got a little uh, sale going on for Valentine's Day on Sir Thrival. That would be the, uh, I think, what do we have? Let me find it. I'll find it as we're talking here. Uh, that would be the uh, uh, Taboo and I think the vitamin D K two, yeah, that's on sale. Yeah, so use promo code love fifteen for fifteen percent off on some really fun things for Valentine's Day. Okay. Uh, don't forget uh, BioAge. If you have not tried this product, I'm going to order some more. I like it a lot. It's uh, 
these different microalgaes, and there's a lot of them uh, on BioAge, and that's on our front page. Um, very, very, very good product. What else can we mention here? Uh, we have a really nice or organic uh, pure sulfur that we like. We put it in our hydrogen water each morning. We make the hydrogen water, and then um, we put in sulfur and put a little bamboo. So that's our protocol to uh, have these little new hairs come in in a more normal, natural Italian color. <laughs> that's a nice way to say it, right? More natural Italian color. So we're doing a little project. And right now we're doing uh, more sea salt for electrolytes, uh, the bamboo, and we're uh, going to start kelp today because that has a lot of minerals. And um, then also the main thing is just telling my hair what I wanted to do, which is 95% of it. All this other stuff is just um, stuff to play with, <laughs> make like we're doing something. But I think it's mostly just our state of consciousness and say, okay, I want dark hair, get over it. So that's what we do here. So these are some products. Go on our website, let us know if we can help with anything, and then check out the new hydrogen machine as well on One Radio Network. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Adam Bergstrom, yes, no, maybe, and SolarTiming.com is his website where he has all his books. And I really think on that, my hair, my hair project, I, I really truly believe that like 99% of it is what I think and what I believe and what I want to happen. And then the other stuff is just something for me to do where I think I'm doing something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've seen that happen. Yeah, over and over I've seen the mind is greater than matter. Well, I, and there are cases, I think Della Reese was one. You can certainly see with presidents over the years, stress, they, their hair turns gray, right? Overnight. Oh. It's not supposed to happen, but Della Reese's hair turns turn. Overnight. Tell folks that when story. When her mother died, her mother died with such a trauma, her hair just turned white. How could that happen? The whole thing just turned white without growing out and everything. How could it that just happen? turned white. How could that happen? Uh, scientists can't figure it out, but scientists own the science is what they say. That's what the World Economic Forum They says. own the science. They own the science. <laughs> How do you own the science? <laughs> so it's a very interesting argument if you follow the bouncing ball, how... What we as soul believe to be true, we really believe it, and we can get better and better at this. I'm just practicing like you are. We all are. Uh, that our state of consciousness controls what happens in our body. There's no doubt about it, right? No doubt about it. Right. And we have to go against everybody else. Their thought field, you have to develop willpower and imagination to override their willpower because that's how they keep everybody in line and how the sheep's all aligned. When people get in a mob, they form a separate individual, a giant individual. A state of consciousness, right? Yeah, it's a mob. And they try to, they try to in, encroach on us, right, and tell Adam and Patrick what to think. That's what they do. And you, and you have to resist. As Gurdjieff said, you have to do everything different because everything you do automatically puts you in that field. Now, automa automatism works for certain things. If I type on this computer, if I do it consciously, I slow myself down. It's automatic. Mm 
but we but our philosophical thinking and our scientific thinking cannot happen that way you can't just follow along uh, i talk about the pineal gland a lot and how how it doesn't need to be calcified yet every new ager out there it's calcified it's cal it's calcified by fluoride that doesn't happen at all and if you think about it fluoride actually dissolves calcium that's why you get fluorosis from it but they want to insist that it gets calcified you know i i think you really you really hit on a very um poignant thing there mr bergstrom because you're a poignant kind of guy, is that I have found uh, that when we, as when a Patrick as soul wants to kind of relax in and and just kind of don't do much of anything, think what I want to think. That that energy that you talked about, that mob, is there and it seeps in. You know what I'm saying? It seeps in if we get passive. And I, I've seen on the inner planes that that passivity um, allows the negative or the matrix to seep in. And what I have to do as a spiritual being is put my attention where I want. Does that make sense? Where I want. And then when I do that, their their negative bomb is not there. It's just not there. When we're fatigued, we're much more susceptible yes. to that seeping. Yes, and that's why our work days are in, uh, are are registered so that at nighttime, when you're fatigued, you get NBC nightly news and you get all mm -hmm. the ABC news mm -hmm. and whatever is coming Sucks on. Sucks right in, because right? Because you're much more susceptible. In right. the morning, you wouldn't be that susceptible. Right, so it would be the idea in the morning you're sharp and you look at a headline and you say, well, I don't believe that. No, that's not true. You know, come on. <laughs> it, it, it's easier to disbelieve in the morning than right. it is in the evening when you're relaxed and in that, in that mode. You get in news mode for a certain amount of time uh, of time people are creatures of habit yeah. you know and they know that the uh, there are psychiatrists and psychologists they use psychiatry psychiatry on us with drugs but they know how to manipulate mobs they use it to manipulate mobs to manipulate political parties to manipulate people and a lot of politicians are just dumb they don't know they're being manipulated also yeah they have no idea right they have no idea a lot of them have no idea that they're being used. <laughs> yeah, there was a, I don't know who it was, I think it was one of these Madame Blavzinski people, or, you know, that whole crowd, but she talked about the idea uh, about God as a pressing forward. And I've always kind of liked that, because I, I really see that in my internal world, that it is a slight pressing forward of Patrick putting my attention, which is all I have, right? This is all you and I have, where we put our attention, pressing forward to what we want rather than laying back passivity, which is comfortable, but then the, the blob can seep in. Does that resonate with you? Totally. Totally. The same thing. Yeah. We, have to, we have to guard. Now, we have to be like a, uh, like a cell. It 
lets things through, but it lets the good things through and leaves the poisons on the other side of the wall. So it's like a cell wall in a way, if you could even call it a wall. It's it's really more surface tension than anything else. But it's like a border guard. Hmm. You let the good things through and leave the bad things out. That's not done in our country right now. Right. <laughs> you let the bad things in. And, and by the way, Rosa Corey explained why, how they make money on that. When people come over the border and they're any kind of threat, they go to a U.S. prison for six months so that they can supposedly retrain them. That means they get prisoners. There's a lot of money in prisoners. That's why you're going to have the internal prisoners and our external ones in our particular uh, mixed housing uh, cities. But they keep them in for six months and actually they train them to come back again so every time they come back you get six months in prisoners you get all these extra prisoners big money in prison and all the Both. prisons are private right they're all private owned by the big gotcha. boys you know the soros crowd and they make a lot of money because make a lot of money because we uh, have more people in <laughs> because the united states the treasury pays them the money right they give them money Exactly. So the taxpayer is paying for these people. And basically, they're supposed to be privatized, but the government gives them the, the money. Just like for the insects in the EU now, they have one company supplying the insects that are going into the food chain. One company. Really? For five years. They have a five-year contract with one company for the mealworms and the crickets and whatever else they're going to put into it without our knowledge or our approval. This was all decided by bureaucrats, not by voting. So so this whole insect thing, Klaus Schwab and your easy bugs, it's, it's real. I mean, these people really want to do this. They really think they, they want to have humans eat for protein bugs rather than cows and whatever. To save the planet. <laughs> but obviously it would, be, it would be to just kill us, right? I mean, I don't think we can live on bugs. I kind of think some animal fluids oh, could we'll, be. We'll live on it, but we'll live just like in concentration camps. You know, you won't <laughs> live well, but they just want you to do your job and then fade out. They don't want you to die right away because they want you to be hospitalized so they make a whole bunch of money on you on the way out. They want to... <laughs> Before, you could be born by a midwife. Now they want lots of money when you come in, and then when you exit stage left, then they want a lot of money on you too. They want you in a hospital for a long amount of time so they can uh, get the money for you uh, that from the insurance companies. It's all a scam. Hospitals now are death camps. Oh, the, you know, have you been able to see any research Adam Bergstrom that you that you really resonate with about how many people have gone on their cosmic vacation or uh, really damaged through these injections do we have any idea of how many uh, Dr. Bakhti has the best information Bakhti? on that you know there yeah. yeah, you know, there's a country now. He's a, he's from Thailand. Yes, and you know about the uh, the princess just fell over and she's in a coma still after months after getting vaccinated in Thailand. So he was yeah, yeah. So he was brought there by the royalty to explain what's happening. Really, and they said they're going to do something about it. So we'll see if they do or not. But that would be interesting for one country to finally stand up against mm -hmm. this nonsense. Basically, this is mass murder. 
There's no getting around it. There's no forgiveness for this. There needs to be a Nuremberg II because everybody who gets that vaccine is damaged to a greater or lesser degree. Uh, A lot of people aren't going to die from it. Most people won't. But their health is impaired, and that's perfect for the hospital system because they want you to come in and get tested. Then they're going to see the damage, and they're going to uh, treat you for it. Drugs, surgery. There's quite a few people that are arguing that there's a there's a big delay period to you with the boosters and things could happen a couple years from now the way they've got it programmed so folks wouldn't catch on to what caused it right especially the heart is the heart. damaged the lungs and the liver those are the three major organs damaged by it and uh the mra it's in your body forever and passed on to your children. Perfect for these people. A lot of these people are not getting the vaccines. They're claiming they are, but they're getting salt shots, but nothing at all. Oh, because you think that they did some hit and miss placebos just to keep people guessing what's going on? So they could pretend. Remember, there was actually a YouTube video back when YouTube could have things like that where they pulled the needle back where it wasn't even going in the arm of the politician. That's a common thing. And remember, the head of Pfizer, oh, I I don't want to sacrifice other people for getting the vaccine, so I'm going to abstain from it and let other people have it. Remember that nonsense in 2020? Yes, I do. I I saw a video... Um, with a lady who was on, um, I didn't watch the whole thing, but a lady who was on um, Watchdog USA, you know, Greg, what's his name, Hunter? You know him, Watchdog USA, pretty sharp guy. And she she was saying, and she was doing, you know, pretty well researched that there, there's going to be about a billion people that will take the hit on these injections. Very likely. At least they're going to get sick. They're not going to be in the same type of health that our ancestors were. You know, uh, before uh, the hospital system, we had people like uh, uh, Douglas uh, Fairbanks Sr. You ever see some of his movies, the stunts he did? A lot of people could do that back then. Uh, We used to walk and exercise. Uh, My friend in Houston, uh, Heidi, she had a next-door neighbor that couldn't even go to the mailbox to pick up her mail. She went to Germany to visit her relatives, and they all walked there. <laughs> so she had to walk. So when she came back, she could go to the mailbox and walk her, and take walks again. <laughs> oh, really something. <clears throat> the mind tells us that we can't do things, and then when we're around people and have to do it, we do it. Uh Don Olay used to call it, uh, what did he call it, uh, precipitation therapy. He said, if you take uh, 100 people in wheelchairs and one by one put them in a burning house, only about five of them will not be able to jump out of that chair and run out of the house. Uh, 95% of, 95 of them will actually get out of that wheelchair, even though they're supposedly crippled, oh, and man. escape that burning house. What did he call that? He said that what, what did he call it? Precipitation therapy, he called it. <laughs> I don't doubt it. I mean, why would you not? You would just figure it out, right? You would just get up. 
you would do it. Your your mind would overcome your body at that point. And your body got in trouble because your mind told you what to do. That's why so many people get cured by one supplement or one, and they get sick by it too. You know, they did that test for, uh, they gave people phony chemo. And what was it? 30 or 40% of them lost their hair from phony placebo yeah, I mean, sugar pills. I, I saw that. Yeah, it's crazy. Really common. It's a well, well-known test. How and strong is that? Yeah, countless examples. Really strong. You remember the case of the guy that uh, he he decided to overdose on uh, what was it? Some painkillers or something like that. So he took about thirty-six of them. Then he then his blood pressure dropped dramatically, and he decided he wanted to live. He went to the hospital. He found out he had taken the placebo batch that he was on. <laughs> He took 36 placebo pills and dropped his blood pressure. As soon as they found out that it was placebo, his blood pressure resumed to normal because the doctors weren't able to save him until that point. He was dying in the hospital until a doctor realized it's a placebo. And Adam, that's a, it's just a wonderful metaphor uh, that you could just say that we know that when we worry or become uncomfortable, or get anxious about something, we know that that engram, is that a good word, engram, energy? It's a good word. Okay. It's and not I'll, invented by Scientology. It was invented by Seaman back in 1902 or so. So it would be an, the energy of that worry, which manifests in the body when you do worry. So we know that that happens, right? So you could see where a belief about something like placebo could do anything if you really believed it. it could do anything. anything. As uh, my main mentor, Adon Olay, said, I refuse to worry because it corrupts my divine mechanism. Wow. That's a beautiful thing, huh? And I was yeah, worry gets and it's easy. I get into Whoa. worry too. My mo- my mother used to call me a calamity Jane, <laughs> and I used to think I could get well by worrying myself well because it seemed when I worried I got well, so I made that association. Ah. And of course, that's silly. <laughs> very, 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 very silly. But I did it for years. Like if I worried, then I would get well. It what, makes what, no sense at all. <laughs> what's the term you used about divine? Because I want to. I want, I want to vamp on that a minute. What'd you say? Uh, what I uh, Dino said? To wor- yeah, yeah, go yeah. ahead. I, I refuse to worry because it corrupts my divine mechanism. <laughs> right. That's how he put it. So, so let's say, just wax philosophically, that divine mechanism would be our... our mind and body. Yeah, my, well, mind and body, but our, our knowingness that we are children of God, everything's going to be okay, we're good, right? What we know to be true, right? Nobody can hurt us. God, God stuff, right? That whenever we have these thoughts and images and feelings that are, Adano said, corrupts that divine mechanism, right? These, I've seen on the inner that these, let's call them engrams, however, whatever they are. Oh, I can't make my heart, heart, heart payment. I can't make my car payment. I can't do this. That's an engram that's in the body, and these engrams are in the body from day one, depending on your parents and your schools, and right? And this is what our body is made of. I've seen this, all these engrams kind of built up, and this is why we look the way we do when we are, right? Because it's all these engrams, 
<laughs> and then we look the way we are. And this is why we age, too, because these are all these engrams piling on each other layer by layer by layer, and so we come out to be 70, 80, or 90, and depending on how many engrams we've got rid of depends on how long we're going to live. Does that make sense? Affirmations. People say, well, your father died of a heart attack, so you're susceptible. You can go, you're going to die of a heart attack, too. And, of course, that's a programming. So it's an affirmation. You say it every day. You wake up every day. Oh, I'm still alive. My father, uh, I outlive my father by a day. When's it going to happen? When is the, when is the uh, hammer going to fall? When's it going to fall? Boy, and if you don't think that's hard on the body, you don't want to try it because it's very, very hard on the body, right? Very. And there's two ways of learning. One is repetition. So when you hear it over and over and over, whether it's in school or from your parents or whatever. And the other is with adrenaline. So as Carl Jung pointed out, they used to beat kids when they, when they, when they, uh, in school, not to punish them, but to make them learn. If you hang a person out a 30 story window and say, I want you to learn the preamble to the Constitution or I'm going to drop you on the street. They learn really quickly because the adrenaline is a shock. But what do we do in affirmations? You get in a car wreck and you say, oh, I'm screwed for life instead of I, I'm going to get a million dollars. I'm going to get a million dollars. When you're in those panic situations, that's the exact time to say Give your positive affirmation because you're loaded with adrenaline, which is a learning chemical. Oh, interesting. Well, I think that's one of the advantages that you and I have or had. I don't know how you view it now with Adano, but that I have with my spiritual master, my teacher, which is I have, that is with me all the time, and I know that. It's like it's like this the best friend ever, ever that just loves me, right? And no matter what I do, and it's real, and I just go to that whenever I, you know, whenever I feel a little bit wobbly or getting caught up in a worry of 10 seconds, it's like, I just allow this energy to eat me up. Does that make sense? I just allow that to gobble me up. And that's my teacher. That's my spiritual teacher. Excellent. Totally behind that. Yeah. Do you... Do you have a relationship now with Adano? Um, and now, in 2023, that he's gone, do you still interact with him on any level or any of that? Every hour I think about it. Now, he he did tricks to kind of get you to uh, remember him. Like, <laughs> every time we would drive down the street and he would see a word ending in uh, L-Y, he'd say, that's my uncle... Uh, 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 Lay. He would put the lay at the end of all of these names. So now you see a word with L-Y and automatically you think of his name. He, he was very clever that Interesting. way. Interesting. Oh. So that would be a little exercise to help you remember him. And he's still, his state of consciousness, whatever he is, is exists somewhere. Somewhere. Didn't, doesn't die. You know, he said a dead dentist can't pull your tooth, but I've seen incidents of him being around in some strange way. Uh, one time he said he was going to walk through the wall uh, and visit you, and uh, at one point I I was aggravated because he hadn't, but then the entire apartment was 
smelled of roses suddenly, oh. of roses. And of course, when he died, his whole body was smelling like roses before the roses came, because obviously after he had laid uh, down in the coffin for a while, all these roses start appearing. But at the beginning, there were none. And at first, I smelled it coming out of his third eye area. Wow. And then after that, it spread to his entire body. That's a very long-held, esoteric teaching that goes way back of spiritual masters and the roses thing. Did you know that? I did. Yeah. And in what do psychiatrists call it? Holy neurosis. Holy. Does that make sense? No. <laughs> they no. know it exists, but they call it holy neurosis. Well, they got to call it something, right? Because it's, it's not physical. So you know it doesn't exist, right? Exactly. Yeah. And and by the way, after, uh, after uh, uh, he went on cosmic vacation, uh, his girlfriend, I was very close to, uh, Melissa Wolf, and we flew back to California from uh, the Carolinas and uh, or Virginia. And when we got there, she opened the door of her mobile home and it stunk of roses. Really? Wow. And I walked in and right away I knew there was no uh, roses. She had left no roses in that place. Now, she was crying when I walked oh. in because her St. Jude's candle that she had left burning had burned to form a heart in wax oh my goodness isn't that wonderful that's a beautiful story yeah hmm. I, did he create some kind of bodily dis-ease to leave or did he just leave you know because he had fallen off the building the building he had, was missing a lot of organs and part of his stomach and part of his intestines and part of this and part of that so uh when he left though he just went and sat on the toilet emptied uh, emptied himself out of the toilet and that was it just left in a sitting position on the toilet so we were joking just like you have christ on a cross we were going to have him on the toilet <laughs> oh so so he he fell out of building which is what precipitated his cosmic vacation which he created for some reason. He needed to create some kind of a thing, right? He claimed Yogananda pushed him off the roof, and he was in the hospital <laughs> for uh, one year and nine months wow. in the hospital. He called himself a hospinaut. <laughs> he was in the hospital for a year and nine months, all cracked up from months. falling. He fell off a building. He broke just about every bone in his body, and he was supposed to die. It just happened that when he was wheeled in the hospital, the surgeon who could handle it was there. He claimed he died three times on the operating table, and he went backwards, and he went into the other realm, whatever you want to call it, and the master said, we can't breathe for you. If you want to stick around, since you already have this consciousness, uh, you'll have some pain, but then if you get born again, you never know what the, sure. what the luck of the draw is going to be. Yeah. So he's decided to stick around. He took no painkillers or anything. They thought he was crazy. And he uh, was in the hospital. He, he said, you learn humility very quickly when someone has to change your bedpan every day for a year. Yeah. Well, good for him. God love him. I, I can recall... I was in a, in Akinkar then, but back, I don't know what year it was, uh, Paul Twitchell, who brought Akinkar out into the physical uh, reality in the 60s, he was poisoned. I think he was in a foreign country. And 
they said that he had enough poison to kill like two horses. But he survived it, but it really took a hit on his body, and then he left his body fairly early, I think 70 or 65, something like that. Yeah, Donald was poisoned even with what's called the Great Poke Salad uh, Massacre. Really? Someone up at his ashram, an Easterner, didn't understand what poke salad was, that you had to boil it three times and do all of that. They saw it in the refrigerator and treated everybody, uh, put the poke salad on their uh, plate, and they thought it was like some kind of a lettuce or a romaine or whatever it was supposed to be. And uh, a whole bunch of people ended up in the hospital. Isn't it interesting, so many different stories over the years about spiritual masters, you know, I think Buddha was poisoned, wasn't he? He was poisoned as well. It happens, I guess it's just the energy, there's so much energy that the the matrix, right, will try to rub you out, you know, usually they don't succeed, but sometimes they do. <laughs> They have karma to go through, as Donald Lay called it, the uh, the uh, balancing the horror of being a human being with the uh, with the joy of being a human being. That's not exactly how he worded it, but very similar to Don Juan's uh, the awe of being a human being versus the terror of the terror. being a human yeah. being. That that, that real dichotomy of having a body, right? Yeah. So, so he said that it, the the horoscope is a horoscope where you got fifty percent good, fifty percent bad, and you don't know what the mix is going to be or when it's going to be. But if you just if you just take the bad and know it's going to be good, yeah, that that's a great teaching that he taught me. When it gets bad, I know, okay, it seems hopeless right now, but it's going to be fine tomorrow. <laughs> well, you know, it's so it's so uh, cool that you're you're bringing that up because. I've been thinking about that a lot lately with my spiritual exercises uh, and when I leave my body at night. That's one of the most beautiful things, I think, which you've just said, that when we're in a state of consciousness that is, quote, bad, right, uncomfortable, whatever, when we relax and know that we are a God, God, whatever, the, the teacher, whatever you want to do, love, that we move out of that. There, it is always darkest before the dawn, Adam Bergstrom. Always darkest before the dawn. Isn't that a beautiful thing? We do come out. We do come out. We just do. Yeah, I, 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 I've understood that for a long time. Have you? One time I went with a friend of mine to uh, Las Vegas, and I lost a bunch of money. Right. So I went out in the car to, because I realized, wow, I'm in a state of meditation right now. So I'm going to take advantage of this feeling of losing all that money. But my friend Henry was so bad, he felt he had to lose his money too <laughs> so that uh, he, I would feel better by him losing money, which makes no sense. But I told him, hey, it makes me feel good. I lost the money, and now I'm actually in a meditative state. So you go with the flow. Mm-hmm. When it's down, you you can meditate when you're feeling bad. That's the time to meditate, not the time to, I, to I agree. moan and groan. And I've found, even with pain and other things, or um, me learning how to sleep, I, I'm relearning how to sleep. You know, it's taking a long, you know, I'm learning how to sleep. And uh, is that there's uh, an energy that feels uncomfortable you know, like that, you get in that state of consciousness, but that then if you just meditate, as you say, or relax into it, accept it, okay, well, this is interesting. You just go through it, and you come out the other side, even though you don't know you're going to 
come out. It's almost like you have to give yourself to God kind of thing. And you do come out and you're just in another spot that's like, whoa, this is cool. Does that make sense to you? This is cool. This is good. Just by, just by surrendering to the yuck, if I can put it like that. I think that's represented in the tarot is by it? the fool, the zero card. Hmm. He's walking off the cliff. <laughs> He's right. got his dog beside him. He's got his little uh, pouch, his hobo pouch behind him, and he's walking off the cliff, but he knows he's going to be okay. In the next card, he's number one, the magician, in fact. So that's brilliant. That's the faith you have that you have, uh, what you call internal security. Yes. And so insecurity is actually not security, it's internal security. Insecurity. We're secure in ourselves as spiritual beings, with a teacher, with love or whatever whatever model you use, whether it be Jesus or Buddha or Yogananda or whatever, uh, Donna Lay or Harold Klump, whatever, whatever paradigm you're using, it's the same principle. You're, we know that it's It's okay. We know that it's okay, right? We know that it's okay. As Yogananda said, we know it's a movie. Find the projectionist. <laughs> That's what we're to yeah, do. Yeah. It's really it's a, the best strategy, but the movie's fun. So a lot of times we just want to play in the movie until until one day maybe it's time to find a projectionist. Oh, I see. So you're going along in your life and you're just playing the movie. But then after a while, I think we get, I don't know, I got tired of playing in the movie. So I wanted to figure out how to be the projectionist and do my own movie. That's what you're talking about, right? Exactly. In his words, pretty much he said that, make your own movie. Make your own movie. Once yeah. you realize, instead of living other people's movies, because you're allowing them to do that, so you make their movie, make your own movie. All right. That, that's called the dealer. He called that being the dealer. Uh, the working dealer. for the dealer. Uh. Working for the dealer. Well, well, where you become the dealer at that point. Well, you owe your soul to the company. What's that? What's that song? Yeah. What's that song? I owe my soul to the company store, something like that. Same I idea. had a version of it that I that I uh, changed for eating almonds. Uh, how did that go? You eat sixteen almonds, and what do you get? Another day younger and out of debt. St. <laughs> Peter, don't you call me because I won't go. I'm having too much fun at the company store. I like that one. Okay, Adam, stay right there, Patrick Timpone. It's just a so much fun. Uh, let's see if I can find what I want to do here. If you have question form, you can call or email. Patrick at One Radio Network, we got some good questions. We're going to get into almonds and also butter and sleep before we get out of here. We'll probably try to stay till around one, if that's okay, Adam, an hour from now. We started late and uh, we'll do that. So come on in. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. First thing we do in the morning, uh, we get up and we press a little button on our holy hydrogen machine. You can see a picture here. And it's therapeutic hydrogen water and inhalation device. It's, a, it's a, a different one than what we used to do. And the, there's nothing wrong with the AquaCure. You don't, I get people email me, do I need to get this one? No, it's fine. You just keep the one. We, we used it for three years. It's great. Don't worry about it. But uh, this is just a step up that we believe because there's no uh, maintenance. You don't have to drain it and clean it. Um, the, I, we believe it's a higher 
um, vibration technology. But again, it's not a judgment on where you've been. Don't worry about it. I did the aqua cure for three years and I got healthier for it. I wouldn't have talked about it as much as I did. This is just a step up. And also, um, um, then you can uh, finance this puppy over 12 months, which is really, people really wanted to do that. Another reason we changed to the holy hydrogen is because they have a, you know, a, um, you know, you can finance it over 12 months because who's got, you know, $2,400 that they don't know what to do with? Not a lot of people these days. So there you have it. It's the holy hydrogen machine. What we do is we uh, we make the hydrogen water. It makes two quarts, 30 seconds, uh, 30 minutes, and then we pour it in. Um, let, me, let me grab this so I can kind of show you what we do. We get these glass jars, Pyrex jars, so we get two of these, and then you put a lid on it because it, it kind of contains the hydrogen. And then we put in a teaspoon of, if I can do the lid, we put in a teaspoon of sulfur, and then we're doing uh, a teaspoon of, of, of real sea salt, a whole teaspoon, and I'm really liking that. And then also some of the um, Shen Blossom bamboo. So this is our little concoction to bring in the natural Italian hair, the minerals. Then we're going to add kelp to this too. So you can do the water, and then you drink the water, and then you breathe the gas as much as you want with the holy hydrogen motion. So that's pretty trippy. Then, first thing we did this morning, we did our X3. And this is a very cool home exercise system that's very simple to use using um, latex bands with no um, petroleum in them they're, and they're, they're um, four or five different bands so you you know the last band or the, the you know the biggest band is probably about this thick I mean you know how many big muscles you'd have to pull that sucker I'm on the I'm on the the the, the smallest band, <laughs> the smallest band, and there's five of them, and I'm getting muscle now. So imagine what I'll be doing 20 years from now. I don't know, but I keep doing it. It's really a nice exercise system. Check it out. You can go to Jankwish Biomedical, um, but don't buy it there. Buy it through our website, and we'll get a commission. But they'll show you um, different... Um, you know, videos and how it all works. So you can go there. I think you can also find Jaquish, J-A-Q-U-I-S-H. I believe that's his name. Um, you can find him on YouTube, and I suspect you'd... And you can see some videos on how this thing works. And it's it's really it's really a, a fun thing. So check it out. It's on One Radio Network, Jaquish Biomedical. And then come back to One Radio Network and then click on through our website and uh, and buy it through us and then we'll get a commish. I'm trying to find something here. Okay. I will. EMFs? EMFs? No, 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 no problem. I don't believe I've heard such a concise, clear explanation of what 
EMFs could possibly do to the body than recently with Dr. Lee Cowden. Now, electromagnetic fields are multiply problematic because the electromagnetic fields will disrupt the membrane barriers. So it disrupts the gut barrier and allows more toxins to get from the gut into the bloodstream. It disrupts the blood vessel barrier, so you get more toxins from the bloodstream out into the tissues. It disrupts the blood-brain barrier, which allows more toxins from the bloodstream to get into the brain. And the electromagnetic fields are screwing up the electrical charge across the cell membrane. The, the health of a cell is determined primarily by the electrical charge across the cell membrane. But when you expose a cell to electromagnetic field, that uh, charge across the cell membrane diminishes over time. And so the cell becomes sicker and sicker and sicker. Now, in addition, research from Europe shows that whenever you expose uh, microbes to electromagnetic fields, they grow faster and produce more biotoxins. So we know that uh, funguses, for example, will produce as much as 600 times more biotoxin or mycotoxin if they are uh, outside of a Faraday cage compared to being inside of a Faraday cage in the same environment. So as you know, the only way to absolutely be protected from all EMFs is live in a Faraday cage, but that's probably not very practical. We have the Blue Shield technology through Brandon Amalani. Uh, we think this is a very very effective ways uh, to build your body's immunity uh, with the cells. Look at the technology, talk to Brandon, email him, look at it closely, research it, and see what you think. Blue Shield, right on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. Yeah, it really is terrific um, technology, originally out of Australia, and been around for about 20 years. Lots of, lots of studies to prove, if you'd like to be proven that it works, it's worked with uh, animals, chickens, um, so no placebo there. But I do know some chickens that have an internet connection, so you never know. They could think it's going to work, but just kidding. And then you get one of these. Uh, these are little mini versions, and uh, you charge it up through your computer, your little USB thing, and then you can carry this in your pocket or purse when you go into the city where they have 5G and um, cell phone towers every 20 feet or whatever, and then this helps the body. So it works on the cells in the body. Um, people, I get emails, people think it protects you, you know, like a um, Faraday cage, but no, it works on the cells in the body to help the cells just be stronger and withstand and not have the um, Wi-Fi and cell phone towers affect them. It makes sense? So you can get one of these. So go to One Radio Network, click on the, the blue shield, I use promo code One Radio and look at all their EMF protection devices. They've got lots to choose from. You can set one up, you know, home. It's just a little cube, and you'll be well taken care of. Uh, finally, here, and we'll go back to Adam. If you really want to detox, uh, get a sauna. Um, I just don't uh, see how. Uh, I, just, I don't even know how to say it. I'm in there every night. It's a w- wonderful way to sit in this chair with your head out and um, you have a towel on the chair and put the timer on 30 minutes and you sit in the sauna and you sweat and you can talk to God for 30 minutes. I mean, you know, even if the sweating was all made up and sweating's not good, just talking to God for 30 minutes and, you know, it's going to detox you more than the sauna. But we do both. So it's a, it's a wonderful um, uh, unit made at a medical university in Taiwan let me know if you have questions, but if you want to get one, the only way to get it is email me, Patrick, 
at oneradionetwork.com. Patrick at oneradionetwork.com. And then I'll hook you up $1,295 tax title license in the lower 48, baby. Tax title license in the lower 48 on One Radio Network. And how is it possible I could possibly have lost Adam Bergstrom's um, <laughs> title card? I don't, I don't even know that it seemed possible. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. And you want to go to SolarTiming.com, and right, that's the place to go, right? Tell folks what that's you have. It. Tell folks what you have there. Lots of books and journals and things of that nature. I forget. I think we've got about fifty now. I'm writing. Uh, a Mind over matter is one of the journals I'm doing now. Uh, and the original Butterflies book and the Mesmerism book and the Mind Hacking book and uh, a lot of different subjects we cover. i particularly working on the mind aspect these days because it's really the cause of the cause of the cause. Oh, the cause of the cause of the cause of the cause of the cause. Cognitive <laughs> <laughs> trigger events are what get us traumatized and then we get in a rut uh, that brings us downward, and if we stay out of these ruts and uh, rise above it by affirmation, by joy, by happiness, by living your heart's desire, you don't have those problems. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that the, the rut idea is interesting. For, for me, it's like, it's kind of like a rubber band thing where you have the pain, you think it's real because it is, because it feels it, and then you don't want the pain, and then... And the more you don't want it, then the more it happens. You know, it's like a dog chasing its tail kind of thing. Does that make sense to you? So many people uh, die like that. Say they lose a love of their life and then they get tuberculosis or they get some kind of lung problem or they get lung cancer. And it even happens in the in the right or left lobe. If, uh, if a uh, woman loses her husband, she's likely to have a left lobe problem like a left lobe cancer or something it happens all the time yeah. that we uh, that we have to rise above those because all of us are going to leave one day and we just have to realize the eternity of ourselves that this is not the end no not the beginning or the end it's just just another now. another adventure right this is another another adventure it's the eternal now. That's mm. what all the great teachers teach. It's always now, the momentous moment. The momentous moment. The momentum is in the moment. It's now. That's it. Which and, and actually, we're like a nowhere man, you know. Now here, yeah. <laughs> you put the hyphen in, no, in the other place. Where now? Now here. Now here. That's not nowhere. That's now here. But people think they're nowhere, but they're now here. You know, I love to do that, especially in the sauna, where I'll contemplate the idea that it's just now, and you talk to yourself, and you think about it, and, you, and then you get to the point where you just know it's only now, and you're just in the now, sitting there going, <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. I mean, it's a great way to, to, to kind of soul travel, because you'll, you'll just go somewhere else, you know, just like, 
Speaking the more we seek it, the more it happens. Because most people, they'll have these epiphanies. Wow, it's all now. And then they get caught back in the current and don't think that they can they can actually encourage right. that. They That's can right. grow it, nurture it. That's like going to a seminar with some teacher, right? And we've all done it. So you go for the weekend and you'll believe all the stuff he's telling you because it's cool stuff. And you, you're all high and you're just like, whoa. And then you go home and start living the same way, thinking the same old dumb thoughts. And you say, well, what happened? Well, how did I lose that? And that is our basic essence, right? That's what it is. You know, this, That's who we are. And so you can't lose it. Just sink into it. Yes, instead of getting sucked back into the crowd again, into the crowd affirmation, which is they're saying the economy is bad or your health is bad or <laughs> people this tall have this problem. And you just rise above it. Yeah, you just rise above it. Well, well said. So, um, as you know, about seven months ago or so, I, I got into this carnivore diet thing, you know, and started just eating all animal foods, eggs, butter, fat, um, salt, not much anything else. And then about a month ago, I said, well, you know, I think I just want to try some almonds, because I really liked almonds, right? And I did soaked almonds. And I'm going to try some almonds and some rice and maybe orange juice. I'm just going to add those back in. Now, where I made my mistake is I added them back in together. You know what I'm saying? I put them, I, you know, I shouldn't have done that. I should have done them one at a time, but I didn't. So I did rice a couple times a week, almonds every day, and orange juice a lot. So... Um, so then what happened? So then after a couple of weeks, I, I said, well, I think I'm going to just start dropping those three off a little to see if there's any difference. Maybe this would be a good experiment. But one thing I will tell you, that when I got back on the hot almonds, I start getting this weird rash in my right leg and left leg on my shin. And when I quit the almonds, that went away. Now, I know there's nothing wrong with almonds because you eat them all the time. I mean, what could Anything that, can cause what, uh, an allergy, though. You can have a food intolerance or an allergy. And also, how are their almonds? Uh, where did they come from? Well, they're, uh, they're raw, totally raw, soaked 24 hours. What we don't realize is that an almond doesn't have quite the individuality of a human being, but. Uh, one almond would be like judging one human being. You Say you meet uh, Jack the Ripper and say, oh, that's how human beings are. Then you meet St. Teresa. Oh, that's how human beings are. You have to take each almond as kind of separate. Now, they have things in common, but not everybody is going to be, uh, be able to handle an almond. And they can get a rash or they can get a food intolerance. But I did them for years without a rash. How? Why? Why would it happen after I got off them for six months uh sometimes other things change in your body that handle it in a different way you just don't know it can happen just like that in fact i i i never was uh allergic to like uh, jalapeno peppers or anything like that and one day i was peeling the pepper and my hands broke out and were inflamed all night i tried it 
four or five times to realize, hmm, maybe these aren't the best things for me for right now. It went away now. Now I can do it again. But uh, for whatever reason, for so many years, whatever else I was eating, you know, we eat different foods. You know, we have sapotes, which are wonderful, and we have all kinds of other food. But the change in one can make a change in another because you often, like if you eat an almond and you have an apricot, they're related, and you can have a cross allergy or cross food intolerance from them. Uh, cherries are related to the same thing. Each one has families that they—they're uh, almost they're like, like words have etymologies. They actually have histories of relationships to them. So sometimes it's really hard to figure out. And the best thing is exactly what you did. Trust your own body. Yeah, and and don't try to figure it out because you probably can't. But don't try to blame the almonds. It's just my experience. That's all. You know. Yeah, and don't don't believe the scientists who say they understand the chemistry. They do not. They, we are in the stone age of <laughs> chemistry. They, right. they, they, how could they be, the how could they figure all that out? What you just said, right? All but that, they own the science. <laughs> oh, they own the science, of course. And they work at the speed of science. What the heck does that even mean? <laughs> Um, you know, the, the, the rice thing was kind of neutral. I just got off it again because, I don't know, I didn't feel like it was adding anything to the game for me. So I'm not doing rice anymore. But I'll tell you what, orange juice, whoa, whoa. I'm talking, I'm, I'm drinking more orange juice today than I did six months ago before I stopped it. I mean, it's like God right now. It's like amazing. Orange. Yeah, we love our orange Fresh juice. orange juice, man. We squeeze it right in that little yep. uh, glass dish. Wow. Something magical about orange juice, isn't there? For me, I don't know what it is. Same here. I mean, you've heard my story. I know, it saved like, my life, really. I probably wouldn't be here without uh, Ray Pete uh, talking about oranges. And I never really liked oranges before. I, I ate them. It's supposed to be good. Okay. But then I'd taken vitamin C and bioflavonoids to get rid of my particular problems that I had. There was a list of them. And something in oranges is magic. I don't think it's the vitamin C. I don't think it's the bioflavonoids because I've tried those before. It's the oranges. Maybe it's just a God thing in the oranges. Say, here, eat me. You'll, you'll like it, right? Very likely. It might even be the local oranges. Maybe it won't work on Florida oranges. I don't know. We, we're we lucky we have a guy named BD who has a farm here both in Carpinteria and in Ojai, and he has such great oranges. Has he really? So, yeah. Yeah, most of the year. Sometimes there's a month we go to another farmer, but we pretty much can get oranges all year here and fresh right off the tree, usually picked the day before. And and you can get a lot of juice out of these babies, I mean, in the little glass thing? The Valencias particularly. Uh, otherwise, I forget the name. Oh, the navel oranges don't have quite as much juice. They're still good. But the Valencias are just packed with juice. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 great. Wasn't that funny that Ray Pete was a big orange juice fan, wasn't he? The whole his whole life, yeah. Hmm. Big. Now I don't mix it with other food no. like he did. He would mix milk and say the fat that helped it, but uh, that didn't work for me. <laughs> yeah, I kind of I think I do better too when it's just by themselves, like in the middle of the night. That's my favorite now. The middle of the night thing. I got two favorites. You want to hear? One of them is just take a big, a big hit of orange juice and let it mix in my saliva and slowly go down, you know, because it's not too cold. 
and it's really fun. But my other thing I wanted to talk to you about is taking a big hit of raw butter, you know, the raw butter, and dipping that into honey, like a Monica honey, and slopping that down at two in the morning. Boy, there's something magical about that. Do you do you do honey? Do you like honey? Uh, not for a while. I like honey, though. It's good. I've just been using white sugar, but uh, honey is really good. 